Be like uh, Mary Mary versus CC and BB uh, Winans, the duel, or you have like a um, uh, Maxwell versus uh, D'Angelo. So it's it's a versus. So kind of the format of what we're looking at is versus. You know, we're going to examine what the world is saying. Okay and for singleness and what the bible is saying and i highlighted the term or emphasized the term bible because um when it comes to the church or christian viewpoint about singleness it's not always biblical okay um we have brought in some ideals from the world into our christianity christianity picture on singleness and um or in the church on singleness and so when we examine this our verses is not coming from um church life or christian life it's coming from the bible and so um we're not afraid to debate that to argue that um because we know that that can be kind of difficult for some to process or understand because um a lot of people say, well, you know, there's not much the Bible will say about singleness or it's a black and white type of thing. And so feel free to um, debate and argue uh, your, your thoughts so that we can all come to agreement on what is really the Bible saying about singleness. Amen. All right. So um, we're going to move forward. We're going to start off with our very important question here. And this is why I would love to see, you know, your faces. If you are in a position where you can turn that camera on and interact with me, um, it'd be much appreciated. Uh, so I don't feel like I'm talking to people who aren't paying attention. <laughs> so, um, welcome everybody. Um, so we're going to open up with this, and um, so I can do it a, a couple of different ways. Uh, you see the question on the screen, hopefully. I'm not blocking it. Um, I can call on you to answer the question, or you can volunteer. Mm -hmm. So our opening question, and this is an important question, and we'll, we got some videos around this, and is why are you still single? Why are you still single? This is Sometimes the dreaded question that nobody wants to, you know, kind of address and how you address it today, I don't think will be how you address it after we're done after these four weeks. But whatever it is, honest and authentic today, let's put that out there. So would anyone like to volunteer or would you like me to call on you? I can volunteer. All right. Nikki. And I'm ready today. All right. Yeah, I see it. And because I don't want to share my closet. And because I have um, um, issues with um, rejection and people leaving. So I've opted out to even going that route because in my mind, um, men leave, except for like your, you know, your male children. Mm -hmm. So that, so learning that I don't want to share my closet, um, don't want to share my bank account unless I get to see theirs and they don't get to see mine. And um, 
just past history things that haven't healed. So I feel like I'm not ready to enter into something new because I haven't healed from my past. Amen. Amen. Great start. Great start. Who's next? Epic. Think you're still on mute or maybe you're just really low. Let's see. The reason that I don't want to, or the, excuse me, the reason to be honest with you that I'm still single is because number one, okay, to be honest with you, I cannot afford, if God does have a husband for me, right now I cannot afford the husband that God has for me. And what I mean by that is I'm still working on me. Like sometimes I'm a mess and I believe that just like I went, I, I don't feel like I'm at a part, point in my process to where I'm prepared for that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. Um, and I have a lot of healing and I have a lot of things uh, that, that I just am still working through. Um, that's one thing. And then another thing is because as a minister, you know, like the Bible verse, it talks about, you know, the unmarried can be wholly devoted to the Lord. To be honest with you, um, there's some things that I feel like the Lord has laid upon my heart to do that right now, um, it, it would take a certain type of individual to even uh, really necessarily be uh just basically because I want the free, I, I, I want the freedom to travel and to do the ministry that God has given me without worrying about splitting my affections. That's the second reason. And the third reason, not going to lie, it's because I want my freedom and I, I don't want to share my life with someone. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Epic. Thank you. Um. Anybody next? <laughs> I say next. <laughs> and what, one more thing I want to say, and also is because uh, I don't because I don't feel like God has sent opened that door in this season. Okay, okay. Who's next? Next up. I can go if you want. All right. Thank you, Kenji. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I kind of agree with everything Epic said. A lot of that applies to me as well. I'm not ready. I'm healing. Uh, I need to get right. I don't want another diversion from my relationship with God right now. And I don't think I'm ready yet. You know, I want to, I can't ask God to send me a, a wife and you know, and I'm and I'm not ready for her. So, but just working on your relationship with God, I think, is the most important thing for me right now. Hey, awesome, awesome. Who's next? Thank you, thank you for sharing. All right, who we got left? So, TT Rodriguez. Um. So I guess for me. It would be two reasons. The first one is just that I'm pretty comfortable with my life right now. And I realize that a relationship would require work and change um, and like a lot of adjustments. 
And then the second one reason is that I just haven't met anybody that I feel like I want to start a relationship with. Right. All right. Some good stuff. Who's next? Got left. So I think Willie just popped on. So Willie, our question is, why are you still single? Um, and so we're just answering that question kind of honestly and openly from where we are right now. So um, let's see. Yeah, Nikki, Kenji, Epic, Tierra. So we got Xandra. Uh, right. I'll jump in. All right. How uh, you doing, sis? I'm all well. How you doing? All right. I'm still standing. Good. <laughs> hey, hey, all right. Um, I, I'm, um, I'm still single because accountability scares me. Um, and I've had the opportunity to see what thriving marriage is it uh, consists of. And I don't want to pay that equity. I don't want to pay that commitment equity, not in right now or up to this point today. Um, and, um, I think that's the primary reason, you know, having to be held accountable and yeah, maybe if I could be married and my husband had his own house. (laughs) (laughs) We've had that conversation before. Amen. (laughs) We've had that one before. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Um, Zandra, we have Zandra, and then we have Willie left. What's up, G-Berry? Y'all can thumb wrestle if y'all want. <laughs> Sorry, my phone's acting up. Well, let me hit the unmute button. Okay, I got it fixed. Yes. Um, I'm still single for a few reasons. One, I'm trying to build and have a connection with God. And right now that's the primary mission for me. I need to learn how to love him and have him fully in my life before I can love anyone else. Plus I'm learning how to love myself from enduring a long relationship slash marriage. And I got a lot of healing to do. Like, I'm not there. And I can't give myself to somebody without giving myself to God first. So that's one reason. Um, The other one is, you know, for the fact that I have kids, it takes a lot of work for a relationship and just trying to get back out in the damn world. Like, and I said this before, and Ms. Ty know this, like, the damn world is garbage. Not garbage, it's garbage. And I do not like it. It's like, they, no one wants to connect anymore. I get to know you anymore. And I don't want my time wasted. And I, I'm not about time wasting. If I'm investing myself, I don't want my time wasted with, oh, send me pics or, oh, I don't want to be with you. I just want to have a good time. I do not have time for that. I don't need someone in my house eating my kids' fruit snacks when I can do that myself. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But also for the fact that I want to make sure that if I'm going to have a connection with someone, that person has to have a relationship with God and I'm not getting that reciprocated back. So I do not want to even put myself out there 
because of all those said reasons. And relationships take a lot of work. And I have way too much on my plate right now to even consider a relationship anymore. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing. G. Berry, last but not least. Yes, sir. Um, reason why I am, um, one, I know I'm not ready. That's all tops. Um, I know right now the best thing for me to do is heal. So I'm learning about guarding my heart, not in the selfish sense of, well, let me protect myself, me, uh, uh, protect myself from people, but let me really, really get the healing that I need. You know, I've been in, in and out of relationships, plural sense. And, um, you know, around this time, I want to slow down and you know, just make sure everything in my life is set in order. So this time around, I'm taking it easy. I'm taking it slow and, um, you know, just receiving the healing that I need. Definitely, definitely appreciate that, man. I thank you all for sharing and being candid and authentic because um, that's what's going to make this class uh, valuable for you because then we can make sure that we're giving you the information that you need. Uh, so, because we're taking notes and everything as we're going, uh, because this is a, a working syllabus. I mean, we have a ton of information, but you guys are going to help us to arrange it uh, let, let properly. Me, let me tell you something, okay? I'm, and I'm being real, y'all, because a, a good portion of you guys are over 40 here, right? Good, I know a good portion, though. Um, the yeah. dating, the the view on singleness is not the same as it was 20, 30 years ago. It is always evolving <laughs> based on the world, yeah. not the Bible. The Bible stays the same <laughs> with the view on singleness. So we're going to, uh, it took us to research. We had to like actually go into research what the world is saying about singleness right now, because it's not the same. The lingo is not the same. The way to date is not the same. Um, the phases yeah. or statuses of uh, of dating or singleness is not the same. And, and so all of that is is has changed. Well, we got we got high value men and boss women. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> and so. <laughs> Uh, we are going to dive into all of that, but I wanted to let you guys know um, so that, you know, we are jumping in this with you, right? We're jumping in this with you because we don't pretend to have all the answers or all the, the, the information, especially when it pertains to um, what the world is saying about singleness, you know? Um, and so just kind of wanted to throw that out there too. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. So uh, Kenji said earlier that he relates to everyone's answers, which I, yeah, you know, I, I everybody kind of relates. Epic said, I believe in courting with intention, not Netflix and chill. <laughs> uh, that's we're gonna get to that because that <laughs> is something in itself, you know, and and it's so funny because uh, uh, I I I used to say. Well, no, we're going to just Netflix and chill. But I found out there's a lot more to just saying Netflix and chill. Um, so it's not actually even what we deemed it or what I deemed it, it was. And so it's a lot of different things going on. And um, 
I, I one of the problems that I uh, one of the things that I think is going on with it is that we're not uh, discussing it. A lot of you guys mentioned accountability. Um, well, when it comes to the world, there's not accountability about being single. You kind of get to say and create things the way you want and do the things you want. And so one of the thing, one of the huge differences with singleness with the world versus the Bible is in the Bible, there's accountability when it comes to singleness. In the world, there is not. So I just want to hit that. And so, yeah. All right. So we got a quick clip that we're going to play. Um, and then we're, we're going to talk about it a little bit. Um, so make sure you give me a thumbs up to let me know that you can hear the sound because sometimes it sounds wonky. Hi, ladies. My name is Mary, and the holidays are rough for me. I'm single, which is okay with me, but all of my friends think it's their duty to find me a man. No, really, they won't stop trying to set me up. If I'm okay with being single, why can't they be? Even if it's just the holiday season, please help me to deal with my crazy friends and happy holidays to you all. Oh my goodness. Wow. I feel Mary on this one. You do? Okay. Yes, because you know what? Let me tell y'all. Okay. You know, I travel a lot. I've been really busy. And I don't get to see a lot of my friends. So mm -hmm. what I try to do is I set up dinner dates. Mm -hmm. This one particular dinner date, this is like two years ago. Mm -hmm. Went to go see my friend. She lives in Houston. She says, let's go meet at this really great place. I said, great. I get there thinking it's going to just be me and her. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. I see a dude there, right? Oh, no. I said, wait a minute. And he had a big old smile on his face. This is Mike from UPS, girl. He works at UPS. <laughs> and that's when it clicked to me. She trying to set me up on a date. Without my knowledge, it's like an ambush date. Yeah. I can't believe it, right? And he sat there, you know, and talked about his bunions. What? Not. The only bunions. reason why I stayed is because he picked up the tab. Right. So that's okay. You Did he have a chance? After talking about your bunions, don't mean they should mingle, you know. Did he have a chance? Were you interested in? No, all? I didn't know. That wasn't my purpose. My purpose is yeah. when I go out to my to see with my friends, I want to be with my Damn, friends. Yeah. So you were turned you. off from the beginning. Period. But this is what happens with single people, especially during the holiday season. You know, you people that are together uh -huh. think that we are lonely. We're not lonely. You're right, I can't lie. We do, because it's just a little weird for what? somebody to say that, you know, I'm single and I'm happy. I don't want to be with nobody. Like, you, just, you, mean, you mean you haven't found the right somebody. Is that what yeah. you mean? No, 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 I haven't. I just don't want to be with nobody. That sounds funny to us. No, th and that's what makes it weird because you're married, you're with somebody, so you can't phantom a person but being I have satisfied to say, and single. Lonnie, I was single for four years. Nobody, though? You ain't date nobody. I, I really wasn't. Honestly, I really wasn't a big dater. But you wanted to be with somebody. I did want, I did want to be with somebody. However, I loved it around the holiday times because you get to go to a lot of parties exactly. and then you get to meet a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. It gave me something to do. Yeah, but, but you like dating though. You, you like, no, no, I didn't. Me, no, you like the feeling of, oh, I met a guy. And yes, these, I do. That's what I'm I, saying. But the thing is, is that they're, they're satisfied Lucky. singles and they're singles <laughs> and, and Mary sounds like she's a satisfied single. And the thing is, Mary, if you want to handle it, just tell your friends, you know what? I appreciate I am okay. Believe me, I am okay, and I just want you to be my friend. You don't have to set me up. When I'm ready for you to set me up, mm -hmm. I'll tell you. That's yeah, all whatever. I okay. Let me but, tell you something. That's it. But let me tell you something. But I don't really believe you. 
Okay. Uh-huh. If you don't believe that you're satisfied and single, uh-huh. yeah, I think that for me and for my entertainment purposes, I don't know about everybody else, I'm going to keep setting you up. So have a happy new year, all right? Because and she's I don't right, necessarily though. believe that. All right. I, I, just, I, I just have to say this. I cannot stand Tamar Braxton. <laughs> if you watch Braxton Family Values, you will understand what I mean. I can't stand Tamar. Well, all bias, all bias aside, right. all bias aside, let's talk about the video. Mm-hmm. So has anybody on here uh, experienced that before? Where somebody just feels like they gotta set you up, they gotta make sure that you 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 dating somebody because you can't be happy by yourself, Raquel. <laughs> I um, I've actually stopped attending festivities. Because <laughs> right. It almost feels like I'm not an old maid. I'm here by choice, right? I'm I'm I've chosen to be single, right, and for my own reasons, and so it's always at the barbecue, you know, that's such and such. And, and, and then he come off with, well, I heard you was this and you, you know, it's, it just, it makes me feel like I'm the thirsty one. Like right. I can get a man or something, but yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not happy being where I'm at. <laughs> right. Right. Zandra. And then I uh, see Nikki's hand. <laughs> um, this actually happened a couple weeks ago at my kid's soccer game mm. that um, he's my coworker, but this is his wife who did this. Um, we were just sitting there watching kids play soccer and my coworker's wife came up to me and said, hey, let me hire you real quick. And she takes me over to the other coach that's coaching the flag football team. And she's like, hey, I told him about you being single and all that. And you know, we just really want us to all go out on a double date. And I kind of looked at her. I'm like, I'm watching my kids play. Now, I'm not trying to mingle with anybody. And she's like, well, weren't you, aren't you divorced? I'm like, yeah, but just because I'm divorced doesn't mean I want to be with anybody. And I, I, I just, no, I don't like being set up. I don't like being ambushed. I don't want to be put on blind dates. Don't tell me to come hang out. And you just got someone chilling on the side saying, oh, yeah, you guys are single, so we'll go ahead and talk. That's a big no-no for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nikki, what's your horror story? No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I I actually don't have one. This is funny, but I just had this conversation today with my nail lady. She went up to Blackhawk. One of her girlfriends was supposed to go stood her up, so she's there by herself. She said that she was just kind of walking around. She got approached, and guy wanted to talk. She was like, no, I'm happily single. And he was like, what? What? And she was like, no, I'm good. I, I don't, you know, I don't want to get to know you. She was like, and not, no offense, but I'm happily single. So his answer was, man, that last relationship must have really broke you. But she was like, no, I'm just happily single. So it was funny to me. I said, that's a shame that he thought that the only reason you didn't want to talk to him is because you were hurt. When in right. reality, you just have made the decision to be happily single. Amen. Um, so <laughs> the only thing that I always get is most people are always like, you should get on a dating app. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm good, but thank you for the offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you want to read that? I, I just, Go ahead. 
So the statistic that's up there is there are more than 56 million American adults who have always been single, representing roughly 60% of the adult unmarried population. U.S. Census Bureau, America's Families and Living Arrangements, 2007. In 2008, 29.4% of men and 22.7% of women ages 18 and over have never been married. So this is a legitimate statistic. Um, when we were also researching some uh, or looking at some videos and different things, some other stats that we came up with or that were quoted at us is that 45% um, of the U.S. population is actually single. Um, that's larger than I thought, right? Um, that's, that's a good portion of it. So it was 45% uh, are single and 25% um, of millennials are not getting married, mm -hmm. don't want to get married. And, and that's important to note because it does say to us that people are starting to accept it's all right for me to be single as opposed to um, I have to chase that to be with somebody. Well, I think it's more than a, a, a accept. I think it's just the reality. I mean, if 56 million American adults have always been single, representing 60% of our adult unmarried population, that means that singleness is not like this leprosy. Leprosy, like there's <laughs> not. A, oh, what's me. wrong with you? Yeah. If you're single. That's not actually true. Right. And I think that's why we wanted to bring these stats up. So, a bunch of hands went up. Uh, we start with Tierra, then we have Nikki, then we have Epic, and then we have Miss Raquel. I just wanted a confirmation on the use of the term single. I'm assuming because this is census, it's un unmarried. Unmarried, right? unmarried, yes. Unmarried. Okay, so they, okay. it doesn't include people who are just dating or in a relationship yeah. so yeah. that's where yeah. it gets messy so, yeah. so it's what is it the, the status that's where the so when you're looking at um the box right, right. yeah Single, married um divorced widowed those that makes sense then because i feel like there's a lot of people i know that are in relationships but even though they've never been married and so to me those people are usually the ones that like I feel like there's more pressure from to be in a relationship with. Right. right. I feel like married people will tell you in a heartbeat, nah, don't just get married. This right. is work. But right. like people who are just kind of <laughs> dating, they're like, oh no, it's, I, it's all this and it's all that. So I think that like, even though maybe like according to the statistics, this many people are not married. It's like, there's a big gap of people who maybe aren't on there who aren't, actually like without a partner right mm -hmm. that was right. my same point that I, I feel like those numbers are probably skewed because it's, if they're it's just if it's married versus unmarried but I feel like a lot of people probably have or at some point were in a relationship so even though still big numbers and I, I do feel like um there's not as much emphasis on a marriage anymore um just due to the world we live in you know there's some people and you see i mean and not not even some younger people you see like goldie hahn and whatever his name is they've been together like 40 years yeah, yeah. never got married stedman and oprah been together 40 whatever there's just the emphasis isn't there like it used to be where people can be in a committed relationship i think and maybe they're not um it might be not recognized you know christian like but they're committed 
and it's been long term. They just have never went and actually got married. Yeah, uh, Bishop Noel Jones just married his longtime girlfriend. Mm -hmm. He, I think they've been dating for about 40 years and he finally married her and <laughs> nobody knows why you know <laughs> but yeah uh epic yeah basically i was gonna make the same point that uh tiara and nikki made i was just gonna say when they you when the statistics show the, the the single uh from unmarried one thing that i think a lot today is a lot of people they, they, it's unfortunate, but like, even in the world, there's like, so in the church, we know that like marriage is sacred, the sanctity of marriage, the covenant, covenant aspect of marriage. But then people of the world, they say it's just a piece of paper. Right. Or they'll, they'll even say, well, we're married in God, God dies. And so that's why I think it is really so important that we understand what marriage actually is and the covenant aspect and all the symbolism because people in the world just really look at it as like you know like like it's nothing and it's really sad because then we have more broken homes because now it's just a matter of like okay well we're not feeling each other anymore and drift apart or go on to the next rather than having to actually say like okay we are married we need to make this work and so I definitely feel those numbers um, are probably not including all the people shacking up and all that. Raquel, did you, uh, you had had your hand up. I kind of was just going to say what everyone else said about okay. the whole life partner. You know, that's the trend now. I know you had referenced that tie in the beginning about what's trendy now. Life yeah. partner. And, and, and that's something that when we're, we're looking at in, in the verses here, right? Uh, one of the things I want to acknowledge, and we kind of had this discussion, uh, the, the world for us is, is primarily most of us live in America, stay in America. Uh, we might visit other countries or whatever, but our viewpoints and how we engage and do things have to do with our, our culture here in America. Um, there are some other influences that may come in from other countries and other countries may do anything. But when, so when we're looking at it and saying the world, we're talking about here in the U.S., right? What's, what's, because other countries can handle and do things differently. I, I know Tierra was talking about, uh, she had told us that in Asia, I believe it is, um, if you're over 30, what is it, Tierra? T tell us what it is. The flyer. Oh, yeah, I think they have a really big st like stipulation on unmarried people if you're older than like um, like pushing into past 25, 30 range. Um, like in China, they even call women who haven't married after 30, they call them leftover women because they're the women no one wanted. Um, and then what they do is they tend to have like parks and stuff where like grandparents and parents will make flyers with the pictures of the women or, or men, they do men too. <laughs> and like, like information on them, like graduated in this year, has these hobbies, is this age, and we'll put it up there and they'll kind of just talk amongst each other and be like, oh, 
your son graduated from such and such university. My daughter did too. Oh, how much does he make in his job? How much does she make? Oh, let's set him up on a date and that kind of stuff. And then in Korea, they just like start setting you up on blind dates. There's like a lot of people that like, if you want your parents off your back about being single, like you have to agree to like do three blind dates a month or something like that so that they're not like, when am I going to have grandkids? When are you going to get married? All this and all that. Thank you, Tira. Um, here's some more stats, I think, that include kind of what you guys have brought up. In 2020, nearly four out of 10 adults between 25 and 54 were neither married nor living with a partner, um, a 30% increase since 1990. According to Pew Research uh, studies, the number of single-person households in the U.S. has doubled from 18.2 million in, 18, uh, in 1980 to 36.1 million today, according to the census figures. Mm -hmm. And that's out of the 56 million Americans. So there, there is an increase of people who are identifying as singles who have never been married and do not live with a partner. And so that's why I said we're keeping it to America's because there's a lot of other... Uh, cultures that can bring anything but these we can get readily get the statistics and we understand the cult, this culture a little better and it shapes what our viewpoints and interaction are um, but certainly uh, I think that there are just some natural tendencies that take place with people parents grandparents whatever um, that influence a lot of different things but um, <laughs> what I want to bring to the forefront in our in our verses is that you know we're we're looking at it from um the standpoint of even in our video uh, I'm satisfied in single or I'm happy in single biblically speaking you don't see that there's just single right um it's the concept of the world that we have to defend what that single looks like or what um what it's about are you guys there okay there we go because it just blacked out on us yeah. can you guys still hear us and see us yeah okay. yeah yes ma'am yeah biblically speaking there's just married and unmarried right um, there's, you don't see this interaction of, uh, am I, are you single uh, and satisfied? Are you single and content? Are you single and, um, looking for something else? Are you engaging? So that lets you know first that that is a worldly concept. So when we're dealing with those things like that, um, who we're, defending it against is is not the bible but the world because the world has a picture on what a man should be doing at a particular age what a woman should be doing at a particular age uh how it should look or what is uh happening and so forth and so forth and so you want to um i guess we're bringing that to the attention because um if you are trying to live a biblical lifestyle then automatically you're going to have to understand that you're going to have to defend that stance and not to be offended in defending the stance, right? Because it's something that, because the world has its own concept 
and perspective about it, they got their thoughts on it. All right. The backup. Um, so our next slide. Oh, there we go. Oh, So I don't know if you're going to be able to see this, so I'm going to read it off because for some reason our screen is going in and out. <laughs> so um, the first quote is, I love being single. I can come and go as I please, stay out as late as I want to. Um, how many would say that this is a true statement for you? I love being single. I can come and go as I please and stay out as late as I want to. Yes. <laughs> Anybody disagree with that? No. All right. All right, here's another quote. Single isn't better but it is definitely not less than either. It is equally as nourishing and as joyous an existence. It is equally as nourishing and joyous existence. And agree or disagree? Let's see. Raquel, you have your hand. Um, I'm just saying I agree. Yes, yes. Everybody else agree? Thumbs up? Okay. We have one more. It takes a strong person to remain single in a world that is accustomed to settling with anything just to say that they have something. It takes a strong person to remain single in a world that is accustomed to settling with anything just to say that they have something. <laughs> Agree, disagree, what's your thoughts? <laughs> you don't like that one? You know, you know you're gonna have to explain why. I mean, I just don't think, I think that that, um... I think that perspective is kind of part of the reason why people think that they have to set single people up. Because to say that you have to be strong to remain single means that it's hard or it's difficult. It's not something that's natural. It's something you have to build up strength for. It's something that you have to work towards. And I think that because of, it's because of language like that, that people think, oh, let me help you out and make it easier for you by right. finding poor, you a partner. Your poor single right? self. <laughs> right, so you don't have to be so strong anymore. And then I also think that like, there's plenty of people who just don't get into relationships just because they never find anybody. Like sometimes it's easier to not meet people than it is to meet people, especially hmm. when you get past a certain age, right? Like maybe if you're in high school or areas that like you're always around people all the time, then it's easy to meet people and just kind of hook up. But when you get older and you're working your job, you just go to work, go home, go to work, go to home. Like, 
there's not a lot of opportunities to meet new people to start relationship with unless you're being intentional about going out and meeting people. So it's almost easier to just stay in your bubble after a certain point in time. Um, so yeah, that's kind of why those are my thoughts. Okay. Okay. I, you know, and we're just building up. It's going to get a little more controversial than this. Um, I think I had Epic's hand and then Akila jumped in mm -hmm. with her hand up. So I would definitely say in my experience that once I got past a certain age and a certain point in personal development, it was a lot, it's, it's a lot easier because I know what I'm not going to do. I feel like a lot of it has to do with like your, uh, your security and who you are in Christ and stuff like that and not looking outside yourself like, you know, saying, oh, that's my better half or I need that person. To, to meet a need, but to realize honestly that we have everything we need in him. And not only that, but to realize, really come to the point where we really realize what we're worth. And as a woman, as a single mother, I found, and you know, I know I shouldn't be probably talking to these people anyway because they're really, it's, it's not, it wasn't in a church. Well, actually, it has happened to me in the church, but it's where they look at you and they say basically, like, well, you got kids like don't nobody nobody's gonna wait for you or stuff like that like okay there's a lot of other things I used to do too but guess what that's not part of my life anymore and so they judge you based off of uh the past and that's and that's one thing too where it's like um yeah but that's not me anymore and so um for me I don't really think it's hard to be single I think it's harder to settle now I think now instead of harder to be single, I think it's harder to settle because you just come to a place where you grow in that relationship with Christ and you're like, no, there's nothing better. Mm -hmm. And so if someone isn't adding to that value, then you, you don't want to, you don't want to, you just don't want to do it. Man. Akila. Then I see Nikki and Willie. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I was kind of listening in, um, hang on just a second, <laughs> I was listening in to um, what Tierra was saying, I do think um, maybe strong is not the word, right word in that context, but I do think in the society we live in today, uh, that we are, you know, unmarried people are looked at, oh, you know, something must be wrong with you because you're not married yet or um because of the society we live in if you're in a relationship then you're desirable and you're wanted but if not you know it's kind of frowned upon like what's wrong with you so I don't think that you have to be strong in order to be single in the world today but there is a certain type of courage and focus and determination that you do um, learn to grow and have if you're, especially if you're trying to be intentional about living your life as a person and not being pressured into just rushing or settling just because you feel lack of because you're unmarried. If that makes sense. Okay. No. Uh, no. I, this is valuable. This is why I'm 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 throwing these things at you because. 
a lot of these aren't Christian people saying these things. These are just people saying them. So we're just throwing them out there to see, you know, how we all view these things. So uh, Nikki, go ahead. Um, I agree with the statement and I would say this because um, uh, for one past experience, I do believe it takes a strong person to remain single because I've seen so many people settle just to say they have a person. And we've all seen that. We've seen people get married um, and they say, you know, it becomes more about the ring than the marriage. It becomes more about saying, I have a husband, you know, and then, you know, they, um, it looks good on paper. And then, you know, five years later, you see that, or not even that, that they're divorced because they settled because they didn't want to be single. So um, I do think it takes a strong person to really get to know themselves and remain single. And like we all kind of, just about everybody had that same um, answer. Why am I single? Because I'm not ready, because I'm still growing, because I'm still healing. And that takes strength too, I think, as a person to say, um, before I enter into this and just settle just to say, um, you know, that old saying, I was married now, you know, um, (laughs) to just, I think it does take a strong person um, to not settle because I've seen it. I've done it. I've seen it many times just to not be alone. Yeah. I I think I, I, I like where this is coming from because you're seeing people on different um, parts of this journey. Right. Mm -hmm. And on different parts of this journey, there's a different perspective, you know, and I don't think, you know, either perspective is wrong based upon your part of the journey, you know. And so as you know, as this journey goes on, you know, sometimes, you know, it it reveals certain things that someone on a different part of the journey may not see yet. So I think this is is really good. Um, Willie. Yeah, man, I, I read this several times. Uh, uh, I'm being safe. Driving on the way back home, I was just finishing up at the job, helping out the service because it was a little short. But the biggest thing that rubs me the wrong way with this statement is that strong person. Because it just, it just seems as if we're, we're putting all the focus on this individual being strong for not accustomed, for not settling or being complacent. So I'm a little on the fence on this one because, yes, um, I'd want to replace strong person with dependent on God, man, because that's really all it's going to take. That's what it's going to take for you to really develop contentment. That's really what it's going to take for you not to settle and to, to hit his mark. You know what I mean? So it's just that part in particular that rubs me the wrong way because, you know, I'm not settling because, you know, or I'm not succumbing to the world standards and their customs because I'm a strong person. It's just simply because I'm dependent on God and I'm saying more and more each day how much I need. So on one aspect, absolutely, um, you know, not settling. And of course, I definitely agree with what Nikki just said. And I can see the other pointers other people made, but that's the big thing that kind of it kind of rubs me the wrong way about this one is the strong person because it ain't about me being strong it's about me depending on God because that's where my strength comes from you see what I'm saying so that's why I'm coming from with that I'm agreeing with a lot of different things because I'm taking it back to the verses um with this particular quote being not a biblical quote it's just being of the world yes yeah, you have basic. to keep in mind how the world views it okay so in the world a single person does not have from sex right okay single simply 
it just means I'm not in a relationship. A committed relationship. I'm not in a committed relationship. Marriage, yeah. In the Bible, it means no sex, right? For some people, that, that can mean, yeah, I got to be a little stronger, right? Because mm-hmm. all around me are people who are um, holding hands mm-hmm. or um, hugging, hugging or boot up. Stuff like that, <laughs> right? So it does require a certain um, self control dependency upon God, biblically speaking. Um, so that, that is one thing I wanted to bring up with the, the world versus the Bible. Another aspect of it is, um, and something we were looking at, uh, and Tier, I think you kind of, you were talking about, you know, staying in your bubble and not going out. Well, in the world, right, especially 30 some years ago, uh, the majority of people were hooking up, like Stop here. We're saying uh, the high school at a house party, right? Um, at the club, at a barbecue or a reunion. There were there were uh, physical interactions right. to hook up, right? So I get to see you, you get to see me. We engage. Um, that has kind of dwindled away. The primary way that people in the world are now hooking up is through social media. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so mm-hmm. that's the one way that people are engaging. So Nikki, when you said people keep saying to me <laughs> to be on a dating app, that's part of this the social uh, media aspects. There's a the, the social media dating app. And then in person, which actually turns the picture away from biblically, because biblically, your parents picked your mate, or uh, it came from within your tribe or your community. It came from people who were at the same synagogue or the same church that you were at. It was in that particular form or fashion. And so the world has completely moved away from that. As a matter of fact, a lot of the time, people are not even seeing each other face-to-face, meaning FaceTime, until after we already have some form of communication or engagement. Letting them DMs. Right. <laughs> right. Let's be real. <laughs> All right. You guys, you guys are doing great. This is, uh, I'm loving, I'm loving our interactions. All right. So me and my wife kind of talked about this, but I feel like I'm going to go ahead and share it. Uh-oh. So th- this video is kind of, it's going to be kind of weird. So what I need y'all to do is reserve your judgment to the end. Listen to it. Jot down little notes and things that you see on it. But this is a, this is a, a, a scientific approach to why people are single. All right. The scientific approach. So there's going to be a lot of stuff that they say that's going to be very scientific. And so, but I, it's only three minutes. And so I want us to take a look at it. So rock with me, rock with me. With recent reports showing that one in four young adults will be single their whole life by the age of 50, you may be wondering if you will always be Netflix and chilling by yourself. But is there a scientific reason why you are single? The first thing we may have to blame for our forever loan status is our parents and, more specifically, the effect they have on our attachment style. Psychologists describe attachment styles as the ways we interact in our relationships. Attachment styles are first built during infancy, and what style you'll end up with is the result of the parenting you got as a child. 
if you were consistently cared for and had strong emotional support, you likely developed a secure attachment style, which means today you are confident, trusting, and can comfortably develop intimacy with others. If you were less consistently cared for with parental figures who varied between being overprotective and inattentive, then you may have developed one of two insecure attachment styles, an avoidant style where you have little desire to seek other people out, or an anxious ambivalent style where you fear rejection. Psychologists have long posited that single people are more likely to have an insecure attachment style. While that may be partly true, recent research has shown that single participants are just as likely as coupled people to have a secure attachment style, but are more likely to attach to friends, siblings, or relatives over romantic figures. In that case, you may be getting fulfillment from other people and may not require a romantic figure to satisfy emotional needs. Another answer as to why you're flying solo may lie in your genes, specifically the genes that express your serotonin receptors. One study of 580 young adults found that 50.4% of people with a CC genotype on their HT1A gene were in a relationship, but only 39% with a CG or GG genotype were in a relationship. Notice the G allele may be the culprit here. Having the G allele means you'll have a lower level of serotonin in your brain. And studies have found rats and monkeys with lower levels of serotonin are less sexually receptive and more aggressive to mates. Other studies have also linked this G allele to alexithymic systems, which is a difficulty in describing and identifying emotions, which may result in G allelers appearing unempathetic, cold, or hostile. But is the married life really better for you? While many studies have linked being married to having better health, some have pointed out these studies often exclude divorced people from their samples. One study found women who got married gained more weight and drank more than single women who also ate better and exercised more. Another study found single individuals were more likely to have greater involvement in the broader community and were more likely to stay in touch with family, friends, and neighbors. Let's hear it for all the single ladies, all the single ladies, all the single ladies. Now put your hands up. It may also be important not to rush into a relationship. One long-term study of young adults found that a relationship can improve your self-esteem, but only if it is well-functioning, stable, and lasts for about a year or longer. Failing this criteria, a low-quality relationship might actually give you a lower self-esteem and a severe blow to your emotionality. All in all, the science says it's best not to rush into something unhealthy, and that sometimes the single life is the best way to go. Thank you so much to Kim, my sister. All right. All right. Give me some feedback. What are some things that stood out to you in the video um, that you would like to comment on? I'll make a comment. Go ahead, Kenji. Thanks. Uh, it looks like our childhoods have, can have an effect on our relationships as an adult. Yeah. I don't think people even really even consider that as a part of our ability to have healthy relationships as an adult, because we think of relationships as an adult thing. So childhood doesn't seem like it has a, a bearing on it. So yeah, thank you for pointing that out. Anybody else comments? Yeah, yeah. I um, wanted to piggyback off of Kenji because that's the part that hit me and it was kind of choppy. So the part that did sit with me was that beginning part about relationships they affect you at your early childhood and I liked how they you know dissected from you know a child that had a really really up, good upbringing they're a lot more confident as opposed to one where the parents were a little more protective they can come out one or two ways so I thought it was pretty cool kind of seeing you know just the facts 
just straight facts and just, you know, breaking it all down. Um, I'll be honest, it was kind of hard. I almost wanted to disassociate because I'm like, what do I do with this information? (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, right. One in four, though, I'm like, facts, okay. (laughs) But yeah, that's one part that did stood out to me. Okay. Anybody else want to chime in on this? I thought it was, I thought it was um, cute. So till they started talking about the geo something, because that threw me out. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. Out. Um, right. But I do think it had, I do think it has some weight. And as, as she was, he or she, whatever was talking, I was trying to consider myself, consider my kids, how they are now. How did I raise them? How do they seem as adults now? So I was trying to compute all that really, really quickly. Yeah, um, I did the same thing when I was watching it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, hmm, hmm. Um, and then two, but we have to be mindful of, of all these statistics because um, it said that they surveyed these people, but a lot of them didn't fall in that category. You know what I mean? Right, so right. The numbers are always skewed um, because you always hear that sometimes too. And then immediately I think about married couples, like married couples are healthier. So you think about married couples and some of them aren't so healthy. Just, you know, they you aren't just, so healthy. You're right. Yeah. And, and I was glad that they pointed that out because- that was something that I used to hear when people were really pro-marriage, like, oh, your health is going to be better if you're married. And, and then, you know, the, sci- the scientific studies that the numbers show that that is true in some cases, but in other cases, uh, single people, they're, they're at the gym, they're, they're working on their bodies, they're staying in shape, they got more time to do that. So to say that just being married makes you healthier seems like a bias you know, to, to some extent. So I thought that that was good that they brought that out. I think married couples to... tend to gain weight, actually. because that, Yeah, I know I did. You have somebody that, <laughs> you have somebody to watch movies with. What they're saying, though, is that companionship is important to all people, right? And so we have to understand that companionship does not just come in the form of marriage. Of romance. Of romance. Right? <laughs> It, there's there's different types of companionship and i i like the point where it says your companionship can be being met by you uh engaging with other people friends family your broader community yeah but because My dog. yeah because yeah. the world will say that's not sufficient right then we don't actually give that any sort of ground to say you know what i i do have uh, companionship with different people, different um, ways, and, and I, it's not necessarily to be romantically involved. Right. All right. Sorry, I didn't even see I'd raise my hand. But, you know, um, yeah, I think the most important thing is not that we have that romantic connection, like everybody said, but that we have the companionship so, like, um, I know they say when people, when their spouse die, there's a couple things. There was one is, like, when they retire, when they quit their job, you know, when they're older, or when their spouse dies. I know that they say that usually that they they pass within the next few years. Um, and I think that the reason why is because, like, like everyone's saying, they're not as active and they're not as engaged. And that's why it's important to... Um, to really de- kind of develop what you want to do and um, other meaningful relationships outside of that. Like for myself, like I, I, w- I know I say my dog and it sounds funny, but that was, that was my companion. You know what I'm saying? 
because there was zero expectations and I was able to still uh, just live my life without the, uh, I'm sorry I'm rambling guys, it's just an off day for me. But no, without right. that, <laughs> I'm, just gonna, I'm not even going to try to redeem or anything. But no, literally, for me, a lot of it does have to do with the fact that um, I, I do like companionship, but without the expectations and the responsibility in the weight of the actual marriage. So I like to have friends, non-romantic friends that I can, you know, do activities with, confide in, and then go on about my life. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. All right. Let's see. We're doing okay on time. Okay. So we're going to play a little bit of this or that. And so these are, you know, kind of ambiguous statements, um, but one of these statements has a more sound biblical um, grounding to it. And so we're going to look at these statements and I want you to tell me which is more biblical. All right. So option A, singleness must be seen as equal in value to being married. Singleness is an opportunity to show that you don't need to depend on anyone. Or B. Yeah. Yeah. What did I say? So A is singleness must be seen as equal in value to being married. And B is singleness is an opportunity to show that you don't need to depend on anyone. Okay. So pop your hands up if you, you want to give an answer or you can do it in the chat. So yeah. it's like somebody chat. Say so I got A, 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 mm-hmm. A. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lots of A's. Got lots of A's. Got lots of A's. The survey says? A is a popular answer. <laughs> that's, what it's, that's what it's looking like. I don't see... Um, and I'll be right back. No, that's right. That's that was... Uh, let me see. Raquel, do I do... Uh, I didn't see anything from Raquel. You Are you differentiating from the A? Kenji. No. I'm rolling with the A as well. It's just that I'm driving. Okay. Okay. No problem. No problem. No Uh problem. Okay. So Kenji going with the A. Kenji's, I didn't see, uh, is Willie's up there? Willie's going. Yes, I commented. Yeah. Yep. So, so let's, let's make sure, let's, let's take a look at some things here. Um, Let's see if I can. This? Uh, the bottom. Oh, let me go back. Here. Here All right, no, so First oh. Corinthians seven. So First Corinthians seven, verses seven through nine, and then First Corinthians seven, verses twenty six mm-hmm. to twenty eight. So hopefully you have your Bibles. I know it took us a while to get into the word through our introductions and stuff, but let's take a look at these scriptures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got it. Your Bible's different. 
Does anybody have it before me? You can jump in and read it. First Corinthians 7, 7 through 9. Yeah, I got it. Thank mm -hmm. you. I wish that all were as I am. Uh-oh, you bounced out. I wish that all were as I myself am, but each has his own gift from God, one of one kind and one of another. To the unmarried and the widows, I say that it is good for them to remain single as I am. But if they cannot exercise self-control, they should marry, for it is better to marry than to burn with passion. So we've read this before, but what I want to highlight is if you can't exercise self-control. So it, it almost seems like marriage... Right is the backup plan for Paul. <laughs> you know, it's like, if, so if you just, if you just can't, then here's your option. So he doesn't put singleness on this lower level, on this lower tier. And he doesn't make singleness about you not needing anybody, even though someone probably can pull that from there, but that's not what he's saying, right? He's not trying to convince us that we don't need anybody. What he's trying to convince us is that being single is not a problem. Right. It is actually a gift. Willie. Yeah, I, I bounced up real quick to verse six, where it says, but I say this as a concession, not as a commandment. Yeah. Like, so this is just him saying, hey, this is like the ball's literally in your court. Right. I'll be, I'll be transparent with you because I used to read this and be like, well, is it a bad thing that I'm getting that I want to get married? Like, cause I don't know. It was almost implied like, well, you ain't got self-control. So you might as well marry. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> there, there was that weird thing going on with that, but I'm glad we're slowing this down. Cause he's literally saying this is not a commandment. So I, I just wanted to point that out. And, and, and he's showing that these two things, neither one of them are better or you know, more than the other. He's like, hey, I wish you all could be like As me. As <laughs> opposed to, and y'all know I got to play, the world. Right. Our world will, and we, we watched it on the video where Tamar says, well, I just think there's something wrong if you're not with somebody, you know. Um, our world will portray it like the fact that you are not romantically entangled, because I, and I have to say it that way, because some our world is actually okay with you just shacking up as as uh, Epic said, but also sleeping with somebody, but right. not being in a relationship. But not being in uh, They're okay with that. That's cool. You just handling your business. Um, right. So our, our world will make it seem like you actually need to be connected uh, romantically in order to have value, i.e. enter the term high value man or boss lady, right? That a boss lady... Um, I, I'm doing my thing. I'm running this. I might right. have this on the side. I, I don't need anyone. I don't need this. <laughs> I just, you know, get a high value. I got this. I got this. I got this. I don't need. And notice the play on the word need. <laughs> right? I don't read where Paul actually read in there need. No. <laughs> he said, if you can't, then marry. He didn't say, I need you to marry if you, you know, it, and so the play on words that the world present is quite uh, interesting and tricky be, because of that. Yes. Okay. Any more comments on this? We're going to move to the next one. 
All right. Okay, option A or B. Let me move this so I can read this. So option A, being single means I have a single focus. Being single means I have multiple options. That's B. Which one would you take, A or B? Mm -hmm. All right. Let's see. We got A, A, A. Anybody else? A from Zandra. Mm -hmm. Got to get rocks uh, vocally. I got a B from Ambrosa. Is that a B? Yeah, yeah, that was a B. A from Kenji. Anna from Nikki is Nikki a, is a B. Is that a B? Yeah, it's a B. Rock, you want to say yours vocally? I'm I'm a little half and half. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm a little half and half. Okay. 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 Almost a direct quote on A. Um, says uh, epic. Okay. Well, let's 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 go to scripture. Let's go to First Corinthians chapter seven, verse thirty-two. First gotcha. Corinthians chapter seven, verse thirty-two. Go ahead, read. Mm-hmm. But I want you to be without care. He who is unmarried cares for the things of the Lord, how he may please the Lord. And so, you know, for those that pick B, I can understand why you pick B because that's why I created it this way. I wanted there to be a little bit of a struggle there. <laughs> but being being single means that I have a single focus and that focus is how I may please the Lord. You know, it's it's not about having the multiple options, which I understand what we're looking at when we say options, that you can do this, you can do that, you have freedom, have, you know. But in this, um, the focus is, how I may please the Lord, that is single as far as the Bible. As Thank you for putting that. The Bible, the single for focus the is, is, is on, I'm, but <laughs> B would be what the world would have you to say. My multiple options of my career, right? Uh, my money, my health, my job, my um, being successful. What makes me happy? Um, going, traveling, doing all this. The world says I have all these to focus on as options. Um, so you kind of can see the contrast uh, in in that particular fashion. Right. Uh, Nikki. So that, that's not the way that I <clears throat> comprehended that. The way I read it and, and understood is, okay, um, A means that is a single focus, which I know we learned that if you are single, that means you have, you're single with God. So you have more time to focus on him. But the way I read it with B being single means I have multiple options. The, for me, my understanding or interpretation of it is I have the option to remain single or I have the option to marry. So mm-hmm. you don't have, just because you're single doesn't mean that that will be your always, you still have the option to marry. Right. Well, yeah. And I, and I think, I, I think that is, you know, that, that, that is there as, as an option, mm-hmm. but the, the way these were worded was, to focus on that as you focus on the Lord, that option still remains. Mm-hmm. So then, even focused on the Lord, you have the option to stay single or married. But being single, having multiple options for the world means something different than what it would mean for a Christian. 
And I think too, we have to be careful. And 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 Taya, you probably need to chime in on this because this is what you were saying. That A, I'm focused on my my money, I'm focused on my travel, I'm focused on living my life. Because if a person that's not maybe new to this class, and maybe they are a traveler, or maybe they are an entrepreneur, maybe they are trying to build, and you're telling them, no, being single means you only focus on God, that would really scare them away because they need to understand that being single and focusing on God doesn't mean that you don't get to travel, you don't get to right. grow in your in the, those things. So I think we have to be mindful and we would explain that that, you know, he he desires for us to, you know. I mean, we all have done it, you know, to, to go and see, I mean, he made this world. So we have to be mindful that we're not like, no, he wants you to just, you know, be in it. Cause if I didn't know better, that would be the way I interpreted it. Like, no, just single focusing on God versus, you know, living a full single life. And, and, and you're right. right, Nick, you're right in regards to that, because, but one of the things in, you know, our researching and, and, and going through and finding the verses, right is almost every single video, every single ideal that comes to being single, especially, and I say this, and especially for women, it is about the things that I can obtain, which is the multiple options. So um, one of the things, what you're saying in uh, being single means I have multiple options. It is different than focus, right? So as a single yeah. person, typically your focus is God, right? And it doesn't mean I cannot travel, I can't work, I can't do the things that he's saying for me to do, but it's saying that he's my priority focus. Um, whereas in the world being single, your focus is you. What pleasures you? What uh, gives you status? What gives you um, higher elevation? Because I have time to do that. So yeah. that, that me is my focus. Yeah. I think, you know, the way these are written was to trigger that response. And I was wondering if I was going to get that response or not, you know, because the, the idea, and that's why they worded differently. Being single means I have a single focus and that focus is what, how I may please the Lord. So as I travel, how I may please the Lord, if I'm single, how I may please the Lord, uh, um, in my business, how I may please the Lord, not focused on having the options, it's focused on how I may please the Lord in my life. And so I'm, I'm glad you brought that out, Nikki, because I, pro probably people would narrow their focus and make it seem like, okay, so I just got to be in the church all the time. Because that's kind of the way we, we try to think about it. And that's not what's being said, but that's the way we'll think about it. So it'll make us want to quit, you know, instead of understanding that, Focusing on how we may please the Lord, I can do that and, and go to Japan. You know, I can focus on how I may please the Lord and, you know, uh, uh, you know, still travel, still build business, still go get my degree, still, you know, I can still do things with God as the focus and remembering to please him in my, in what I'm doing. Whereas if I'm, if I'm just thinking about the options, then those options uh, become more important than that focus but when the focus is the lord then the options are okay willie and then raquel yeah yeah y'all y'all almost got me with that option a and b because I, I had a i had to stop real quick i'm gonna wait a minute okay this is what i know um but yeah it i'm now that we kind of you know slowed it down and i'm thank you nikki for bringing that out because now all i could really think about 
you know, not all of it, but one part of the option B, um, not to down that person by any means, but I kind of think of Kevin Samuels, you know, like I just heard you, you know, um, Mrs. Ty bringing out the high quality man, you know, the high value man, okay, right, right, right. many, many options. So, you know, I don't have time right now. Yeah, and, that's what they're saying. Know, that's what they're saying. Know, yeah. And it's, it's, it's terrible because he'll just ask the simple question, okay, how much do you make a year? Okay, what car do you drive? Okay, how many kids you got? How old are you? Just completely off base. So I, I could see where where I almost slipped to. I was like, wait a minute, because I do have options, but wait a minute. No, no, there's a focus. There's supposed to be an intention. So I, yeah. I just think this part was really, really good. Raquel. So thanks, Nick, for opening up this discussion because I totally had a different perception. You know, when I looked at A, I, I initially thought, yeah, single focus God. But then I thought, well, maybe single focus just to serve yourself, chase those things. So I totally had A and B mixed up because like being single, being focused, I can focus on me and all my and my desires and my right. dreams. And then maybe looking at the multiple options. Well, we're all free will agents. We have a right to choose. And I still have the options. I don't have to, um, I still have a right to choose. I can still choose God and have the desires of my life that lines up with his will. So that's why I was like, I'm kind of in the middle with this. Maybe let's, hopefully somebody will break it down or open it up because I had a total different perspective. Amen. And and that's but that's why I said be engaging, be open, talk, and we'll get the most out of this. Um, because these these, you know, A and Bs are supposed to create a conversation. Because I think if we have the conversation, then we can, you know, get revelation and understanding about, you know, what's out there. Because you know, some of us may have tunnel vision, you know, when it comes down to these things. You know, when, like I said, over the last couple of weeks, you know, really diving into, you know, watching stuff that I would never normally watch, shows that I wouldn't watch, things that I wouldn't even pay attention to, and, and finding out that, wow, wow, the, the way people really think about singleness is totally, I mean, it's it's totally out there, and then seeing some of that being taught and 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 actually promoted sometimes in the church and we're saying well that's why we say not the the world versus the church but the world versus the bible because that's our source raquel you know willie brought up an interesting fact about kevin samuels and yeah. i think one of the things that made him so trendy and controversial is because he knew the word and he knew yeah. how to put a play on the word and take bits and pieces of the word to stir us up because there is still the spirit of God in us. There is still the Holy Spirit. And so I think that's what made him such a hot topic and his catches so friendly. And I mean, not friendly, but his, 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 his podcast and his interviews. So I almost want to say cantankerous because yeah. he would take the word and explain exploited and so i think we also have to look at that too because and it ties back into the terminology of netflix and chill right, right into my <laughs> right 
Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, and- come on, I'll just hit you up. I'll slide in your DMs. And it, I got an email later and they was like, well, what's going on? I was like, no, I'm just going And I was like, wow. I'm not trying to hit on him. It was just the terminology. I was just using it and kept it right. pushing. But it got interpreted. Something he came back and sliding my DMs. And I was like, and I'm not. <laughs> and right. I don't need to tell you what I had to say. We have to open that dialogue so we can get an understanding of what the view is, what view. Mm-hmm. You cut you you cut out Raquel. Um but uh yeah, Kevin Samuel, yeah, he's a he was a relationship expert, kind of a controversial figure. Um and you know I, I watched a lot of Kevin Samuels as I was getting prepared for this. this actually, I actually watched a lot of him because he's he had such a he still does has such an influence, especially on black people, you know, especially on black people, black women, you know, black culture. And yeah, so you can check him out if you want. He's an interesting guy. And like Raquel said, very articulate, probably grew up in the church. So he knows the word of God, but you know, his advice is really straightforward. And sometimes it's, it's just very based on secular ideology. So you know, he's a very interesting, interesting guy. Uh, epic. Oh, uh, yeah. Soul. I just have a quick question. So is it, is Kevin Samuels, because it's really weird. I actually recently uh, was talking to someone, and I think this might be who they started playing in response to my viewpoint or what I had stated about my goals. Is he a guy, a black guy that says... Yeah. And does he say if you have kids, if you have kids, you ain't no virgin. You could stop expecting a man to wait for you. Yeah, I, I think that is one of his things. Yeah. That's him. That's him. That's so That's funny him. because I have never heard That's of this he man. Says I, I don't recall having ever heard of this man in my entire life. And I recently um, was speaking to someone and, you know, they kind of approached me, you know, and were interested. And I said, look, I'm not about that. And they literally started playing this. You never heard of them. And I was like, that's garbage. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And it's very demeaning and very degrading. Major, major influence on dating and especially yes. from the black perspective. There you know, a he's, he's a guy, I wrote down one of his quotes as I was getting prepared for this because I couldn't believe it. But he talked about women putting themselves on the clearance rack. And I was like, wow, you said that to somebody? He actually literally said to a woman, you know, you don't put yourself on the clearance rack. I was like, this is this guy's crazy. So you'll, you'll be hearing more about him. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it's it's but RIP, he's he passed away um about a month ago, a little little more than a month ago. Um no, two months ago he passed two away. Months ago, it's no. been two months? Yeah, May 5th. He paid, passed away a single okay, month. Yeah. So it is 8 30. Oh and man. We're, my okay. phone, we're just getting and so we 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 I got a lot of mo, we're, so we're, just heating up. We just heating up. Going to send you out a, um, a survey, right, Nikki? An actual survey. actual survey. <laughs> <laughs> um, for those that was on today, uh, actually, we want to get feedback as far as um, uh, where you're leaning and what you're thinking, and things, and so please 